Hello, this is Reverend John Yaxley. Welcome to the Methodist podcast. I hope that you find something here that helps you on your life's journey. It's good to be with you. Let's just pause and have a prayer. Lord God, we thank you for this new day, for all the opportunities and challenges it brings to us. Help us to know your presence with us and your guiding hand upon us. We come to praise you and worship you, recognising we often forget to acknowledge you as creator and sustainer of all. And remembering our faults and failings, the times when we don't do things as we should. Lord, we pray during this time as we worship you together, that you cleanse us, renew us, and take us forward on life's journey. Amen. Our first song is In Christ Alone. In Christ alone my hope is found He is my light, my strength, my soul This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest drought and storm What heights of love, what depths of peace When fears are still, when striving cease my all and all Here in the love of Christ I stand In Christ alone Who took our flesh Fullness of God in helpless babe this gift of love and righteousness Scorned by the ones He came to save Till on the cross as Jesus died The wrath of God was satisfied For every sin on Him was laid Here in the death of Christ I live For I am His and He is mine 
bought with the precious blood of Christ. No guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the part of Christ in me. Commands my destiny And no power of hell No scheme of man Can ever blind me from his hand Till he returns or calls me home Here in the power of Christ I'll stand And no power of hell No scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand Till he returns or calls me home Here in the power of Christ I'll Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh, my.
So for our message today, I want to think about the theme of table. So to take us and, and begin thinking about that, just consider the traditions and things you might do in your life or household that are important to you, that have a meaning and purpose. One tradition we have is to have pancakes on Christmas Day. I have no idea how that tradition began or started. We might have run out of bread or cereal or just decided to do something different. And somehow I can go through Shrove Tuesday right at the beginning of Lent without pancakes, but I remember them on Christmas Day. So is there something that you need to do on certain days? Otherwise life doesn't feel quite right for you. What do you do at mealtimes? I'm not referring to the food you cook and prepare and eat, although that's quite interesting and fairly important, isn't it? I'm thinking more about where you eat, whether that's in front of a TV, perhaps driving your car, sitting on a bus. Where do you eat? Psalm 23, which we've heard read today, has a verse probably right in the middle of it that we might easily miss because some verses seem really important and impact us, like, the Lord is my shepherd. Verses like that. But this verse, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. What's the significance of the word table? I just sit at a table usually for breakfast. It's usually convenient. I've made porridge and I carry it to the table to eat table made of wood, it could be other material of course, just a piece of furniture, convenient, handy, a place to eat and chat. I'm told that I talk too much and my wife likes to watch the birds in our tiny garden from our table. But then as I consider this, I remember growing up in the farmhousehold in Norfolk sitting round a big table to eat with a group of people needing to behave and not being able to get down from the table until we were told to, having to wait. But you know, although it was frustrating as a child with all that energy to burn and, and use, I have memories of that table, being with loved ones, conversations, jokes, old stories being retold and so on, at a table, eating together. Probably I, re I appreciate those things now more than I did at the time. The table in Jewish culture means a lot. So I looked online and I'm quoting from the Prague Post. So these are not my own words. I've cut and pasted them. I read, in the heart of a Jewish home, the table represents far more than just a place to sit and eat dinner. Instead, it's an 
an amalgamation of Jewish history and values, all of which are astutely combined into finely made and often delicious savoury and desert dessert dishes. So Judaism is about togetherness, shared history, shared trauma, represented not just by those around the table, but the dishes that are sitting on top of it. So the, Jew the table brings Jewish history back into one place, a history in danger of being lost as Jewish communities have travelled and spread around the globe. The table brings that history back into one place. It is a, a hub, a centre, a mass of historical and biblical stories told in shapes, tastes and smells. This is why the table remains the beating heart of Jewish culture. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Those words take on deeper significance than we may initially think or realise. After all, the Christian faith has the faith of Judaism as its roots and its beginnings. In Psalm 23, a table is prepared in the presence of our enemies. The history, the stories and food are incredibly comforting in a situation of danger. So when you and I are anxious, troubled, fearful, possibly of losing our lives, we often want to draw on rituals and memories to bring us comfort and hope. We might reason or think that those things don't come, particularly from sitting around a table. We might think they come from mobile phone or TV. Those things can have some values, but what about conversation, real conversation, listening, caring and talking with a person who really cares? Their presence is so important. What about delving deeply into our memories and histories and traditions? And of course, scriptures are a big part of that. They're important. Interesting that many people quote from the Bible without even realising it. Proverbs 1 verse 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And Proverbs 22 verse 6, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So we have recently begun the season of Lent. I suppose I referred to that a bit earlier when I mentioned uh, pancakes and Shrove Tuesday. Jesus was careful 
to prepare with his disciples a place and a table where they would together sit and celebrate and eat, remembering the Passover. He sent them ahead to prepare a room, meal and table. And there he ate his last meal with them, just before his death on the cross. This meal and the time at the table were incredibly important and significant. It has, of course, become known as the Last Supper. As this message draws to closure, I want to remind you that Jesus prepares a table just for you and just for me, as he did for the 12 followers, his disciples. So some words from uh, the Gospel of Mark and chapter 12. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, when it was customary to sacrifice the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples asked him, where do you want us to go and make preparations for the Passover, to eat the Passover? So he sent two of his disciples telling them, go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. Say to the owner of the house he enters, the teacher asks, where is my guest room? Where I may eat the Passover with my disciples. He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. The disciples left, went into the city, and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus arrived with the twelve. While they were reclining at the table eating, he said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. Jesus himself literally was in the presence of an enemy for Judas at the table would soon betray, betray him. Jesus prepares a table just with you and me in mind. We are invited to join him there to celebrate with him Whatever our situation, no matter how we feel, right now Jesus says to us, I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies and I will show you love, my love, by comforting you and dying on the cross for you. Amen. So now some prayers of thanksgiving, shall we pray? Thank you, Lord God, for caring for each one of us. Thank you for beautiful moments in each day, for sunrise, for nature, people around us who love us and inspire us. Thank you that you provide 
for each one of us. And thank you for sending your son to this earth to show us what you are like. Thank you for freedom in this land, to listen into podcasts like this or to gather in worship publicly. Thank you for family, for friends and others who love us. Now praying for others. We pray into our needy world. We think about all who are lonely, hungry, in despair or bereaved. We ask that you, as the God of comfort, are powerfully real and present, close to them. Where we need to act, to listen and to provide comfort, give us courage to do that. We pray for those who are caught up in warfare and fighting, especially in Ukraine, but also in Afghanistan and the Gaza Strip. And we think, Lord, in the silence of places and situations that we may forget that are just as real. Oh God, we ask that you raise up people to pray and act passionately for peace. Where we need to be those people, Lord, help us to step up to the plate. We pray for all who lead and govern, internationally, nationally and locally. Help them to put aside self-interest and to act for the, the best of others. We pray for all who lead churches and Christian organisations, asking that you bless them and encourage them in their roles. We think of all who work in healthcare and education, asking that you give them strength, wisdom and endurance. We pray that good and fair solutions will be found to end strikes and disputes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now we have the hymn, Come, My Table is a Meeting Place.
And now for a closing prayer of blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.